Good morning, everybody. Uh, my name is Jenny Patel, and today is Wednesday, June the 5th, and you are listening to the WBBS call. This morning, I'll be going over the eight steps to success along with uh, phone scripts uh, towards the end. Um, when I think of the um, eight steps of success, uh, first and foremost, it's an incredible book written by our very own president and CEO, Andy Albright. Um, you know, 17 years ago when he started this company out of the basement of his home, um, he was just trying to figure out a way to get the information to uh, the rest of the company, and that's basically where this book was born. Um, the eight-step program is a it's very simple to understand. It does require uh, commitment and discipline on your end um, to plug into. Once you plug into these eight steps, um, Andy Albright guarantees that you'll make a six-figure income if you work hard, have a positive attitude, um, and uh, plug into the uh, system that he has provided to us. So um, I will say this. Um, Following the eight steps is not always going to be easy, uh, but it's definitely going to be worth it. Um, so uh, make sure that uh, you're grading yourself on a weekly basis, if not daily basis. Get with your growing upline. See how you're progressing in these eight steps. The more that you can master these eight steps, the more you're going to grow, uh, the quicker you're going to grow, and the more success you're going to have within our business. Um, the first step uh, that Andy Albright talks about in his book is personal use. Now, um, what I've done for myself is at one of the leadership conferences, I, I can't remember um, who talked about the eight or nine C's, and so I've kind of correlated these eight steps into these um, eight C's. And so personal use, when I think about personal use, I'm thinking of the word care. Um, if you're putting a policy on yourself, not only are you caring for your own family, but you're caring for your customers. And you're caring for your customers because you're sitting down and communicating with your customers that, hey, listen, I'm not putting you on anything that I don't already have for my own family. It's really, it's really awkward to say, you need to get this. And then the customer says, well, what do you have? And you're like, um, I don't have anything. So, Personal care, um, put a policy on yourself, take care of your family. Um, you need to know the product that you're selling. And most importantly, you're a walking billboard for your product. So just put up, even if it's something small, whether it's an accidental policy, whether it's a, a small term life insurance policy for 20 bucks a month, um, just put it on. I mean, it's better to do it now than later. Uh, there's no other time. There's no other way. So you might as well just take care of it. Um, let me see here. The second step is work. Work, when I think about the word work, I'm thinking about consistency. And um, I know for myself, um, this is the most challenging step for me, um, is to be consistent in my work ethic. Um just being extremely transparent. So what I've done is I created a schedule that I know I can commit to, and then I get around the fire. I stay around the team. I go to the office every day. I know that working from home creates a lot of distractions. 
so I eliminated the distractions. And I made a commitment to myself for the last 90 days that I'm just going to work consistently, work my schedule, and stay committed to my schedule. And I, Paul and I always talk about this all the time, and he said if you just eliminate um, distractions and you eliminate dysfunction, then growth is going to be automatic. So when I think about work, um, it, it just it, – I the two words that stick to my mind is consistency and commitment and just stick to that schedule. Um, the next step on the eight steps to success is to listen. Um, you know, I always say to my son, God gave us one mouth and two ears. You want to listen more than you speak. You want to first seek to understand um, because everybody has a story, right? Um, we want to understand what the other person is going through. I, I know we can't be in everybody's shoes. Everybody has a different walk of life. Everybody has a different story. But if we just take the time and listen to the words that are actually coming out of the person's mouth instead of just hearing the words and first seeking to understand what they're trying to say. Um, so when I think about listening, the word connect comes to mind. Um, when you're actively listening, when you're paying attention, when your body language is showing um, with your smile on your face, with your eye contact, with your arms down versus folded, you're connecting. And, and this, is, this is great for whether you're building a relationship with your clients or whether it's building a relationship with your new recruits. And or it's great in general when you're, when you're talking to anyone in, in the world, I guess, if you will, right? Um, I know this um, uh, cold market, um, um, you know, thing that we're trying out here at our Louisville office, I know that's, that's, that's one of the challenges right there is just being able to connect with strangers, just being able to walk up to any random person and striking up a conversation, right? So, and the best way to do that is by listening to them. And step number four is read. Um, when I'm thinking of the word, um, the, excuse me, when I'm thinking of the um, eight step, one of the eight steps, which is step number four, which is reading, I'm thinking of change. Um, you've got to grow and go at the same time. You've got to grow as you go. Um, the C word that comes to mind is change. Reading will change you. Reading will change your thoughts. Reading will change the um, way you think. Um, what does Jeremy always say? Um, the right thinking with the right results will get you in the right direction, right? Um, so you got to change the way you think. Um, plugging into books 15 minutes a day, start there. Um, I remember Paul always uh, shared a story that reading was definitely not something he enjoyed, so he started with reading one page a day. Um, I even remember him telling me a story that there was a time where he didn't like to read, so what he would do is he would open up a book and he would create a walkway from his kitchen all the way to his man cave, and he would have like four or five books in his pathway, and he would literally have to pick up the book, read a page, and then he would put it back down. Um, so get creative. Get creative in ways that you can read. Um, I know that one big thing uh, that I've learned for myself when it comes to reading is I've got to find my quiet 
quiet place. Like, I can't just read on my sofa where the TV's on or I've got my son in the background trying to talk to me. Because, um, you know, the, you can read just to read, but if you're not actually understanding what you're reading, and not, then you're not going to be able to apply the knowledge. So you've got to be able to process the information that you're reading. And for me, it, it goes back to eliminating the distractions. So I have a, a nice little garden uh, right outside of my apartment complex that has a little water fountain in the back. So for me, that's where I find it peaceful for me to read. I can take notes. I can journal. Um, and then, of course, we have our book club at the office that we come together once a week, um, and, and that's what helps me. Um, one of the things that I've done for myself is also have an accountability partner. My accountability partner, believe it or not, is my son. Um, he and I get together, and we have a log, and we log how many pages we read, and then we share with each other right before we go to bed what we got out of our reading. So get creative in figuring out a way to – Make it fun, but also make it to where you're actually applying the information that you're learning. Um, step number five is attending all meetings. Um, when I'm thinking of the step attend all meetings, oh, man, two words come to mind, culture and community. Um, culture, our culture is different. We're very unique. We're very special. And, and, and that's what I love. Um, I came here for the flexibility. I stayed for the relationships and the culture because I couldn't find this anywhere else. I, even if I tried, I couldn't find it. I mean, walking into an office where people are waving um, at you, uh, saying your name, calling out your name, hugging on you, saying they love you, uh, lifting you up, speaking positive uh, words into your life, you're not going to find that culture anywhere. Um, I mean, I if, I challenge you, I mean, but I have yet to find it, and I'm 40 years old, and I have yet to find that type of culture anywhere. Um, and community, we are the community, right? Um, each and every hotspot represents Rockstar community. It represents Andy Albright. And no matter where we go, we, we have to um, attend all meetings, is, is, yes, is one of the steps. But edify, edify the system, edify Andy, even when he's not around. Are we edifying Paul Roberts, Jeremy Patton, uh, Phil Abair? Are, are, are we edifying our managers, right? Um, we got we to, gotta, no, no matter where we go, no matter what meeting we attend, no matter what conference we attend, we've got to stick together as a community and we've got to um, continuously lift each other up and continuously um, nurture each other because we already beat ourselves up enough. We don't need somebody else to beat us up, right? And this, our community is our safe place. That's for me. I love coming to the office because that's my community. That's my family. Um, I've never woken up on three hours, four hours of sleep, fired up to get to work, right? Um, so that's my. That's what I think of when I think about attend all meetings. We have an amazing conference coming up, um, family reunion, July 18th through the 21st. It is a life-changing event. It's the greatest show on earth. You've got to be there. Um, it's like explaining what a banana tastes like. It's just impossible. There's music. There's dance. There's stories to be shared. There's going to be emotions. There's going to be um, love. It's just 
so much energy in those two days. You're after I leave conference, I feel like a mountain is lifted off of me. Even and it just recharges my batteries, and I can go full force for another six months until na- national convention comes around, right? So if you haven't gotten your ticket, I highly encourage you to um, get with your growing up line and and just let them know that you're committed to going and they'll help you figure out a way to get there, okay? Um, Step number six is um, teachable, being teachable, um, being coachable. Um, I know that Tim Goad and Gay Goad have come out with a shirt that says attitude is a choice. Um, So when I think of being teachable, I'm thinking of the word, the C word that I think of is choice, Uh, to have an open mind, to learn, to grow. Um, I have a choice to do that. I can either have a choice to sleep in all day with the covers over my head or have a choice to get up and get moving. I have a choice to give my opinions all day long or I have a choice to be coachable and listen to my growing up line and, and, and seek to understand what they're trying to coach me on and apply it and, and get better and grow and learn, right? So have an open mind about um, when it comes to being teachable, you have to have an open mind to, to process that knowledge that somebody else is uh, giving you. Um, step number seven is um, uh, being accountable. Um, when I'm thinking of being accountable, I'm thinking of two things. Um, first thing is... Um, it goes hand in hand with one of our core, core values, which is integrity, which, which to me, integrity means and accountability means do what you say you're going to do, and then um, more importantly, do it when no one else is telling you to do it. Like, I want to make sure that I'm performing at 125% when Paul is not in the office. So when he is there, I'm, gonna be, I'm naturally going to do great, right? but I want to make sure I'm giving it 125% when he's not in the office. So that, to me, that's when, when, when I'm thinking of the word accountability, that's what I'm thinking of. The C word that comes to mind for accountability is commitment. I need to commit to whatever I'm going to say I'm going to do. If I'm going to be at a hot spot, I'm going to commit to being at a hot spot. If I'm going to commit to going to conference, I'm going to go to conference. If I say I'm going to, earn the Alaska trip by August 31st, I'm going to give it everything I've got to earn that Alaska trip by August 31st, right? So that's just, that's what being accountable to me means, is just having that commitment and, and going out there and, and giving it everything you've got to, to hit those uh, goals that you have. And last but not least, um, the final step of the eight steps is to communicate with a positive mental attitude that goes without saying that the C word for that one is communication. Um, and I mentioned this already earlier, is we already beat ourselves up. We already have, I don't even know what the, the crazy stat is, but it's like 60,000 crazy thoughts enter our head on a daily basis. I don't even know where those thoughts come from, but here's what I do know. Here's what I can control is the more I read, the more positive people I hang around with, the more um, I'm going to grow and I'm going to delete the stuff that the negative stuff that people have put in my head, right? The last four years, I'm not the same person I was four years ago when I joined the Alliance. I'm communicating with a, a, a better positive mental attitude that I am today than I was four years ago. 
I've deleted all the negative junk that was in my head, and I've still got a lot more growing to do. But communicating positive words, speaking positive, positive words into your life, um, listening to Tim Goh's affirmations on a daily basis, um, allowing people to coach you. Well, here's the better question. Who are you listening to? When it comes to coaching, when you're having a bad weekend in the field, are you calling a friend or are you calling your growing up line like Paul Roberts or George Andershaw or uh, a Dr. Phil who's going to lift you up and and put you in the right path? Or are you calling your friend who's going to say, I told you this wasn't going to work, right? So who are you you listening to? Um, So you've got, and, and, and for me, People always ask me what kind of music I, I like to listen to, and literally my response to them each and every time is Alliance University and Andy Albright's podcast and Stephen Furtick, and they're like, what kind of music is that? I said, it's not music. It's audios. It's audios for self-development. It's, a, it's audios for me to grow for myself. And that's the music. That, those are the tunes that are going in my head right now. So what are you listening to, and what, how are you communicating with yourself? Um, so that's really all I have for the eight steps of success. So personal use, care, work, consistency, listen, connect, read, change, attend all meetings. That's your community and culture. Be teachable. It's a choice to be teachable and coachable. Accountability is commitment, and communicate with a positive mental attitude is communication. Commitment demands change, consistency compounds. So growth will happen if you allow yourself to grow. Um, Many people um, communicate with each other, but only few people connect. So focus on um, your your vision, your goals, be passionate, and that's going to cause you to change. Um, All right, switching gears, switching hats real quickly here. on phone scripts, um, my phone script is extremely simple. Um, I don't overcomplicate my phone script at all. Um, when I'm thinking of booking appointments, a uh, couple of different things. First and foremost, before I dive into the phone scripts, is remember your objective is to book the appointment, okay? Um, just Here's the simplest thing I can say. Just copy and steal everything, the case theory, right? Don't try to reinvent the wheel. Just copy, duplicate, and focus on what's already been done and where success is already happening. Um, The client's objective is to not allow you in the home. Your objective is to get in the home. Um, And your focus when you're booking appointments is exactly that book the appointment. Don't try to sell them over the phone or convince them otherwise or do policy reviews over the phone. None of that. Um, You have to, and and with phone scripts, um, you know, we have a foundation of phone scripts, but at the end of the day, you've got to let your personality shine a little bit and and just push through it. Be persistent. Um, You know, push until the success happens. Forty percent. 40% 40% when you call, most people, here, if you know these stats real quickly, 40%, you make one phone call and they quit. 25% of your agents, they'll make two phone calls and they'll quit. 15% of your agents 
will make three phone calls and quit. 12% are going to keep going, and they're going to make 80% calls, and they're going to close them. So what category do you want to fall into, that 40, 25, 15, or 12? Only 12% of people will dial and, until success happens. Uh, most people will do only enough work to stay frustrated, but not enough to have that breakthrough. So I challenge you guys. We have a 55 haystack challenge, which is 255 dials a week. Let's get back to that, back to the basics, right? Challenge yourself to have those 55 haystacks a week. Challenge yourself to book 20 appointments. Um, I know that uh, uh, Paul and I were talking about a month ago, and he said, you know, if everybody can just get on. 20 appointments, once we get one or two or three people, it's like the domino effect. Everybody's going to start booking 20 appointments. So give everything you've got to get to that 20 appointment. It's the power of fame, okay? All right, so jumping right into the phone scripts, um, I guess the first phone script I'll dive into since it's, uh, um, it's the one that we're all talking about right now, which is Rebecca Lixie's scripts. I first started listening to Rebecca Lixie about six weeks ago. Um, and hopping on her calls and applying this um, information. And I think uh, Jeremy and Kelly had an amazing call uh, where they dive, uh, dove a little bit more into this uh, script specifically. So if you need access to the script, just let us know. Um, we can definitely get it to you. But basically, this is how it goes. Ring, ring, ring. Maria? Yes? Hey, Maria, this is Jenny. I am a supervisor here with the Mortgage Protection Center. I am actually getting back to you about that form that you had sent in requesting the information on protecting your mortgage. My simple job is to get that information out to you, but I wasn't sure what time you typically get home from work tomorrow and Friday. And then they'll say, well, I typically get home around five o'clock. Now, is there any reason that you and your spouse wouldn't be home, let's say around 545, 6 o'clock p.m.? Okay, awesome. Here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go ahead and put you in for tomorrow, Thursday, June the 6th, around 545, 6 p.m. Um, now, is this your, is your house easy to find or are you in a new uh, house development? Easy to find on the GPS? Okay, awesome. Now, what color house am I looking for? Okay, I'll be driving a black Honda Accord so that when you see me, you'll know it's exactly me. And what time did we say that we're meeting again? 5.45, 6 o'clock. All right. So, Maria, um, I look forward to meeting you and Joe, and I look forward to helping you guys tomorrow evening at 5.45. Boom. And that one's done. Um, the final ex um, expense script, just slow it down a little bit um, and ask questions, get the confirmation of a bunch of yeses, and then um, you tie down the appointment. So this is how that one sounds, okay? So ring, 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 Maria. Hey, Maria, this is Jenny. I'm a supervisor over here at the Senior Benefit Center. I'm giving you a call about this postcard that you had sent in to us recently. I've just, got, I've just about got your package finished up here, uh, but I just need to make sure I'm getting this to you and not your neighbor. 
Um, you're still at 123 Main Street, correct? And that's here in Dallas, Texas. Now, Ms. Maria, are you typically around the house in the morning or in the afternoon? In the afternoon? Okay. What about 115 or 330 work better for you? 330? Okay, awesome. Now, is your house easy to find with GPS or are you in a new, uh, the new housing development? It's easy to find. Okay. Um, now, what color house am I looking for? Now, I'll be driving a black Honda Accord. So when you see me, you'll know it, it's exactly me. And what time did we say we're meeting again tomorrow? At 3.30 in the afternoon. Yes, Miss Maria. I'll look forward to helping you and uh, Joe out tomorrow afternoon, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. And that's as simple as my phone scripts are. I don't overcomplicate it. Um, a lot of times we create the objections. So if you just go right through the entire phone script, they're not really going to have time to think about an objection. So just focus on booking the appointment and finding out what, when they're going to be home and just tie down a time. Really, it's that simple. Figure out when they're going to be home, tie down a time, confirm the address, and you're done. Um, and if you fly through the entire phone script exactly the way I, I flew through it, you will not get that many objections. And especially with this new uh, script that a lot of us are using, there really is no, not, not a lot of objections being created. And I have witnessed Rebecca Lixie book 15 appointments in 90 minutes. So um, I hope that was helpful. Um, I am looking forward to um, talking with you guys or seeing you guys um, soon at the family reunion. Let's keep having fun. Let's keep making money. Let's keep making a difference the Alliance way. Talk to you guys later. Have a great day.